1: Good morning, Ben. Good
0: morning, Don. Hope you had a great Father's Day. Happy weekend.
1: Yeah, we did. We did. My husband, I did I did cook for Larry, so he had a, a great Father's Day uh, weekend, and I hope you did too.
0: Yeah, it was my wedding anniversary. We were in New York. Uh,
1: oh, so. wonderful. Wonderful. So tell but, uh, me the latest about this, um, you know, this shooting that happened. I know it happened Saturday. Do you have some new details? As we here, there were two separate incidents, but they believe it was the same gunman, right?
0: So it was a, and not too dissimilar to a few years ago, if you remember when um, two troopers were basically yeah. assassinated, um, the, the troopers who, one trooper was killed, the other is in critical condition. So let's first uh, pay our respects to Trooper Jacques Rogel, um, who was only on the job since 2020. He's only 29. He's a father. He's, he's leaving behind a wife. He, he passed away. In the second spate of gunfire um, after responding to the shooting of Lieutenant James Wagner, who is the one who's critically uh, wounded right now. He's 21 years on the job. Um, and basically the two of them were assigned to, to uh, Juniata County. The, the barracks are in Mifflin Town. And the town is 842 people. Uh, And when you get to these really small towns in Central and Western PA, the troopers actually do a lot of the police work. So they're not, you know, what we know them to be here in Philly, which is basically highway patrol. Uh, They're out there driving around, patrolling the streets. So we don't know the motive of why this subhuman piece of crap, Brennan Stein, decided to assassinate them. But um, Stein staked out the parking lot behind their barracks. And that's where this started. And he basically shot at, uh, you know, the first shooting was in that parking lot when, when troopers emerged to get in their cars uh, using his four fifty eight Magnum hunting rifle. This is a bolt-action hunting rifle. So before the gun control, and let's get crazy, know that this was not typically something used in crime. This was something it's very large. It's, it's used... You know for for hunting expeditions
1: and it, um, just a point just a point of uh you know question here it was because it's for big game hunting, it was mm-hmm. in fact powerful enough it would break through any kind of body armor i mean were they yeah. I'm assuming they were wearing their vests and did it break through the the bulletproof vest
0: yeah I mean we don't, we don't know if yeah. they because you know, Wagner was a lieutenant um, and okay. mostly lieutenants work inside. So, um, did he have a zest on or was he just making a run going out for something in his uniform? We don't know. Um they haven't released that yet. But yeah, the four fifty eight Magnum is you know, you could take a rhino down with that stuff. So anything, you know, body armor related you're not gonna see because it's just a very heavy round. Um God. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's also something, it's not, you, know, you can't conceal it. Um, it doesn't auto load. It's something, it's a bolt action you have to chamber around every time manually. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's clear that Stein, um, you know, whatever his motive, whatever his reason to this was, he went out to kill cops that day. He targeted them. And then that, that brings us to the next part of where Rujawa kill was killed because, you know, he, they, they, they went out on the manhunt after him, after the shooting at the station house, and he was going out to these rural, you know, waysides, these, these country, you know, back forests, call 911, and, you know, basically saying someone was shot, that he'd they, they seen the shooter, and when the troopers responded in this manhunt, he basically set a trap to shoot at them. So that's how, that's how the second crime scene happened. Um, and then eventually they, they did catch up with him and, and he was killed on the scene.
1: And is there any word? I, I don't see any word of a motive of this of this cop hunter.
0: We don't know yet. It's still very early. Uh, unfortunately, these are the kind of things where in less, uh, you know, in the modern ethos, you see these kids with social media posting things. But, uh, you know, that right. Mine was 38. Um, They're out in the middle of of the country. So what they're going to do going into the investigation is state investigators are going to go into his search warrant on his house, um, you know, find out what his, his issue was, whether this was some kind of political or social motivation or simply, you know, the man was mentally ill, and he got one too many tickets and decided to take it out on troopers. We don't know any of this stuff yet. I'm speculating. my God. So, but this is the next phase of the investigation is figuring out why and was it linked to something else.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it does raise the question. You know, back in the day, you always had two officers who were together. And these guys, especially going to a rural area, they're not with a partner, correct? They're, they're alone. No.
0: Yeah, you work one-man cars. Uh, and actually, all state troopers, unless you're in field training, work one-man cars. It's a force multiplier. That's why, typically, if you notice state troopers, they they have a different um, look than local law enforcement, on the East Coast at least. Uh, and the reason that their, their professionalism, their attire, their whole way of carrying themselves are different is different because they're trained to work alone, even in Philadelphia, per se, and, you know, they, they have less tolerance for a lot of the stuff the city cops do because they have less people. It might take you 10, 15 minutes to get backup. So, you know, they, they carry themselves differently, and that's the, the situation with the state police. But I will say, um, a lot of your big cities, as they get worse and worse run, mm-hmm. you see one-man cars. When I was a cop in D.C., even 20, 25 years ago, uh, we worked one-man cars because they just didn't have the bodies to go around so, yeah, you know, there's a lot of big cities that also work on that, of course.
1: I know that Governor Shapiro ordered all flags at half-staff, and I saw that, you know, the FOP um, here in our area, you know, putting out the word as devastated by this shooting. But to think that somebody goes out there, and I know that um, for Trooper Rougeau, it was, he was literally shot right through the windshield as he drove mm-hmm. by. I mean, it's, they set it's just they that trap. It's just yeah, he sick. was
0: responding to one of those trap calls, so he knew where he was kind of becoming, and he just fired at him as he responded.
1: Um, and President David Kennedy of the PA State Troopers Association, he put out. Um, I know I had looked at his Twitter, you know, file. He had put out word that they've lost one hero while another fights for his life. The braver of these troopers and their loved ones will stay in our hearts forever. I mean, it's just. Heart-wrenching, as you said, these these two men, one struggling, um, and that's Lieutenant Wagner. He's the 21-year veteran. He has three mm-hmm. sons, I saw, who serve in the Coast Guard. I mean, oh, my goodness. It just rips your heart out. And I do wonder if there is a conversation about changing. I know this is one shooting, but as you alluded to, Ben, we've seen this before. I mean, is there yeah. a thought to change the policy and put two people back in a patrol vehicle?
0: Probably not at that level because, you know, for a state police agency, you would need to double your manpower. And as we know, it's very hard to find qualified law enforcement people right now. So, um, I, I, you know, I'm sure the PSTA would like that, that, the Troopers Association, their union. But the truth of the matter is that they, they will never probably have that, that rank and file budget to double the entire force.
1: My God. Well, Ben Manis, I know you've been talking to a lot of law, law enforcement over the weekend. Thank you so much. Broad and Liberty, we look for your latest. You do great work and investigative work and give us such great insights. Ben Manis with Broad and Liberty. Thanks, Ben. Well, it's
0: always great to be on, Don. Have a great day. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich.